Hello and welcome to Braveheart Conversations, where we learn the art of love through brave and compassionate conversations. I am Jillian Landis, and I'm Marie Wallace, and we are your hosts today. Hello everyone and welcome to Braveheart Conversations. My name is Jillian Landis and I am here today with Marie Wallace. Good morning. She is my co-host and today we are going to talk about deprivation. And this is interesting because we often will package this in really nice little packages of <laughs> discipline or some other um, great word. So I'm actually going to read something that I wrote last week to start us off on this conversation. Good idea. Deprivation and I go way back. I used to think this was discipline. I used to think this was strength. I could weaponize it in every format imaginable. Cutting out certain foods or amounts of food, eliminating any spending on myself, limiting sleep, avoiding TV, devoted sexual abstinence, excluding anything pleasurable or fun, depriving myself of rest and anything unproductive. I had many pious names for my self-deprivation. Discipline, cleanse, detox, <laughs> responsibility, productivity, even righteousness. These all served to convince myself I was a good person. I was disciplined and in control of myself. I was worth something, maybe even that I was better than others. Looking back, my deprivation was motivated by deep insecurity and fear. I was constantly striving to earn my worth. I was disturbed by the nagging feeling I was not good enough. After years and years of well-calculated and sadistic strategies of deprivation, nothing worked. I could be incredibly disciplined. I could cut out entire food groups. I could eat less. I could wake up at 5 a.m. and force myself through hours of cardio. I could survive on the tiniest amounts of money. I could go months without watching TV. I could go years without sex. I could work myself all waking hours. And yet, I still didn't feel good enough. I was terrified if I gave myself what I craved, I would want more. And what if I lost control? What if my de desires consumed me? I hid behind my deprivation as if my self inflicted suffering was a shield. It simply masked the fears I had about what would happen if I gave myself permission to have what I wanted. As I got willing to face that fear of myself, I started to shift my thinking. Instead of identifying what I wanted to cut out of my life, I began to focus on what I wanted to add. More healthy foods, more passionate work, more meaningful experiences, more intentions with my time, more movement, more abundance, more creativity, more flow and heart-directed action, more connection, more honor, more aliveness. By shifting my attention to what I wanted more of instead of what I wanted less of, everything changed. I was no longer motivated by fear of myself, but rather by inspiration. Deprivation was governed by fear, and that is no longer acceptable to me. I don't live a life with fear in the driver's seat. 
I want to focus on the things that make me feel the most alive, inspired, and passionate. I no longer participate in cleanses and detoxes and strategies to make myself more disciplined. Today, I make space for my desires. I honor them and I acknowledge them. My desires are not my enemies. They are the whispers of my heart, not here to threaten me, but to enhance and enrich my life. That is beautiful. Very inspiring. Been there. <laughs> yeah. I demonized my desires for a long time. And yet, we're supposed to, or not supposed to, but we're here to live our life. Mm -hmm. <laughs> live our life. And all those ways that we, that you just spoke of, are ways to suppress life. Mm -hmm. Yeah, suppression is a great word that goes right with that deprivation. You know, for some reason I had it in my head that depriving myself of the things that I wanted was somehow strength. Mm. And, um, you know, it does take courage, actually a lot of courage, to give ourselves permission to have the things that we want. Mm -hmm. And to take care of ourselves. Um, yeah, I think, I think we get so afraid of having the things that we want. Yeah, the line that stood out for me was um, fear versus inspiration. Inspiration just creates more and more and more of that yummy, juicy life that, like, our spirit has been begging us for. Yeah. So inspiration is, I, I liked the juxtaposition of fear and, and inspiration. Mm -hmm. That was great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I think of... And finding no wrongness. In yeah, having that. Yeah, wrongness. That's a huge word. I think when we make something wrong, that that's such an icky energy. Um, and <laughs> having desires is not wrong. Uh, eating a cookie is not wrong. No. Binge watching a TV show is not wrong. Um, having sex with someone you love is not wrong. Um, allowing yourself to rest mm -hmm. is not wrong. Um, and all of these perceptions, I think like when I think about my relationship with food, for example, and I know this is really common of like eating disorders, um, often what happens is you get into this rut of not giving yourself very much food and then getting to the size you want, whatever that magic weight is, and then you're still so afraid, even though you may be thin, you're so afraid of gaining weight that you stay in this fear of food and you stay depriving yourself. Mm -hmm. um, and really, it's just showing all along you've, you've been manifesting fear, mm -hmm. like you've been governed by this fear. And um, I remember living years that way in this whole deprivation mode mm -hmm. of fear, kind of in this yo-yo um, you know, you lose weight and then you gain a little bit back and then you're scared because yep. you're afraid that you're going to be, uh, you're going to get fat. Oh my <laughs> God. And then you lose the weight you do, by deprivation, by lots mm -hmm. of cardio and not eating enough. Um, and then I remember when that all switched, I remember when I learned that eating food and a lot of food, <laughs> um, was fuel for your body and your body 
does not take that in as you you are going to gain weight like it, there's a a way that your body works mm-hmm. you know i learned how to um master macros was a big deal for me that really empowered me to feel my body um with enough food and i just i remember starting to trust myself i remember starting to trust that my body was going to take in the food that I was giving it and was not going to make me unhealthy, but it actually was going to fuel all of the systems in my body Um, and not to fear that, to stop Mm -hmm. fearing food and stop fearing um, what was going to happen if I gave myself what I wanted and what really what my body needed. And that's just one example. I think that that is also true of lots of different pleasures. Well, I was thinking this week, as a matter of fact, um, I had a meeting with a couple of friends this week and we actually discussed this Mm -hmm. and it was giving myself permission to spend and enjoy time with friends. Like, and do, it didn't have to be productive, right? Um, And it was just enjoying them and playing in the what ifs and the what could be. Yes. it would we need that time just as much as we do and and this was actually a working meeting right and felt a little bit on the guilty side because we weren't we weren't what some people would call productive and mm-hmm. yet it was so wonderful to revel in that time of yeah, what if we did this and what if we did that and be creative and fun and um, I'm a writer and and writers we need that time to look out the window and just ponder life, yes. right? And so that's exactly what we're doing even in our businesses is that we're pondering and we're taking that time to enjoy the moment and what's going on because enjoying that moment and what's going on is what produces further creativity. Yes. And so we left that meeting going, you know what? This feels really good because going back to something else you said, our mask is, well, I depriving myself, I'm responsible. I'm disciplined because if I was really disciplined, there was would have been X, Y, Z that came out of that meeting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Some more concrete answers instead of the just the pure enjoyment of yes. just being in that moment and going, which led to more creativity, more ideas, more play, and more enjoyment of not only the people that we're with, but the the moments and the friendship and the. Mm-hmm. The being, just being. Yeah. I know many times in my life when I have, you know, said, well, I won't watch a movie unless I'm like folding laundry or cooking or like I have to be doing something while I'm watching this movie because it drives me insane to think of spending time without doing anything productive. Because idle hands are the devil's workshop. Oh my goodness. (laughs) Um, And living that way 24-7, that's exhausting. It is. uh, Doesn't nurture your spirit. No, and I realized like that white space is really important. So not having something scheduled, um, a lot of the time will allow me to um, get a hit of inspiration for writing something. Or you know, I love to write, and I feel like I've been able to really honor that gift um, within the last couple of months because I've given myself enough white space. 
I don't have myself booked back to back all day long every day mm-hmm. um, because I'm not able to be creative if I've completely booked myself end to end. Um, but a lot of that was an addiction to productivity mm-hmm. and this idea that you know productivity and deprivation go hand in hand, mm-hmm. um, and it all goes back to this belief that I, I can't have what I want. What I want is dangerous. Mm-hmm. Um, or even that I'm a better person if I'm disciplined, yeah. right? I'm somehow better because I get up at five o'clock and I do X, Y, Z. Well, for me, five o'clock is happens to be an, an, an ideal time yeah. for me. But if I do nothing in that space, it's okay too. Yeah. Yeah. Get up and have a cup of coffee and watch the <laughs> birds. And yeah, <laughs> totally. What? And and I also get to honor that I want different things at different times. Mm-hmm. There have been times in my life where I loved getting up at 5 a.m. and getting right to the gym and starting my day. And then there are other times where I'm like, you know, I kind of feel like having a later start to my day. I think I'll wake up at 7 and, mm-hmm. you know, I'll, uh, I'll schedule my clients later. Mm-hmm. And um, giving my, uh, myself permission to change mm-hmm. is also really important. Very, very important. Um, but I find um, the way that we mask this is, is a key that I definitely want to address mm-hmm. because we, we often will package deprivation um, in these, these ideas of something that's positive when we're really just suppressing ourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm not saying that no one can ever have a a positive um, motivation for doing a cleanse. Sure. Um, do I think that exists? Or sure. folding laundry while you're watching TV. It's, yeah. it's okay. But... And I'm sure I'll do that again at some point in my life because a basket of laundry will be sitting there while I'm watching a movie and I'll want to fold it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, um, but all it's those rules are gone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All those rules are gone and I had this rule in my head that I had to be productive at all times and um, you know money was the same way that deprivation mindset um, it was wrong to be excessive it was wrong to be uh, to give myself something just for the pure pleasure of it mm-hmm. um, the right thing to do was to save it <laughs> the right thing to do was to only spend it on the essential things I needed. And um, it's really tricky because this mindset can easily feel like it is, um, oh, what's the word I'm looking for? Kind of like pious, but like mm-hmm. it righteous, feels yeah. righteous. Yes, mm-hmm. it feels righteous. It feels, um, it feels superior. Well, it's also society norms, right? We've been conditioned to that righteousness, right? That condition to, if you're a good person, then you will do these things. And so we do, we, we hold ourselves up, elevate ourselves like, well, I'm better because I do get up at five and I do these things instead of, yeah, Mm -hmm. it's back to the good people do this, Mm -hmm. bad people do that. And I think that's what we're here for as well even doing these programs that we do is just to start breaking some of those mm-hmm. society stigmas of what's right and what's wrong and you know all the it's okay to feel good 
yeah, it really is okay to feel good. Um, and what honors you honors everyone. Exactly. Um, you know, everybody walks around so afraid of being selfish, but at the end of the day, what honors you honors everyone. Um, when we walk around in resentment and deprivation, right? Mm -hmm. When we're in lack, um, we are not in a position to be able to serve others well. We're not lit up. And we can't expand the world. No. Um, when our cup is full, when we've given ourselves the things, when we've given ourselves permission to have the things that we want, um, we are able to serve the world at a much, much greater capacity. You know, um, when I have not judged myself for having that cookie, <laughs> and I haven't judged myself for watching that TV show, and I haven't judged myself for buying myself a bouquet of flowers. No. You know, those things, we downplay them as not very important. But they are really important. Um, they seem small. But, you know, when I walk into my home and um, there is beauty that I'm surrounded by because mm -hmm. I went ahead and I invested in the rug that was colorful and was exactly what joy. I wanted yeah <laughs> and I I invested in the pillows that match the rug and the mm -hmm. pictures on the you know all of the things that I decided to give myself permission to have um because I'm worth it mm -hmm. and I didn't downplay that the worth of having that because so often we talk ourselves through it like it's not that important it's just stuff mm -hmm. we have a million ways of telling ourselves how it's not important to have that <laughs> but I can't tell you how valuable it is to walk into my home every day and I just it's like a breath of relief like mm -hmm. oh I just love this place I mm -hmm. love being here and it gives back to me and it nourishes me and imagine if I had judged all of those things and had not given myself permission to have them mm -hmm. um, you know imagine if I didn't allow myself the permission to have that cookie or you know to have whatever I don't those know flowers and bring beauty in yeah, yeah. Um, all of those things are meaningful mm -hmm. and what's so interesting to me is that every time that I have been in a place of suppression and we'll just talk food and money those are sure. really easy yeah, ones those are big ones but um, so like suppression in food I've gone through some pretty intense cleanses I've done juice fasts for you know a couple weeks I've done um, candida cleanses which is pretty much like <laughs> get rid of everything no sugar no wheat no legumes no certain vegetables like it's intense it's ridiculous no cheese no dairy um and um intense deprivation and you know what i have found is um i can i can be so proud of myself pat myself on the back the whole time my ego is totally like wow look at how crazy strong you are for cutting mm -hmm. all these things out and your then, spirit's crushed. <laughs> yes, and guess what happens? Like, that's never sustainable. Mm -mm. And eventually, after you've had your fill of patting yourself on the back, you will go eat all of the foods <laughs> that you have not had for so long that your soul craves. Mm -hmm. And um, what is also interesting is when I have not been in that suppressive mindset and I've allowed myself to have the carbs and not make them bad or whatever the food is not make it bad and wrong i find i crave them so much mm -hmm. less well you're not crazy obsessed 
No. Yeah. No. Because I think there's a part of our spirit that goes, well, when will I ever have that again? Mm-hmm. And you become crazy obsessed thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. but when, Instead of just enjoying it in the moment. And when my mindset is um, that cookie isn't bad and wrong, you know, a cookie is just another carb and carbs aren't bad. In and, moderation. And guess what? I'm going to eat this cookie and I'm going to have my protein and I'm going to have my veggies. And that's all great and fine. Um, it's not like um, the judgment that would be felt mm. that, oh my gosh, I just had this big binge. Um, that I think has become really normal for yeah. a lot of Americans. Um, same thing with spending. You know, I can be a tightwad. I can, like, stick so intensely to my budget. And I paid off 30 grand worth of debt in three years. And I stuck to my budget. And I did not spend a dime. (laughs) Um, But, again, this contributes to this cycle where you deprive, deprive, deprive. And then all of a sudden you binge. Because we're not meant to live that way. Mm -hmm. And then there's the shame of the binge. There's the shame of the... I wasn't supposed to give myself all of that. And it's all this pent up stuff. Um, I don't believe that we were meant to live that way. That is not um, in alignment with what we're meant to be. We are meant to have abundance. Um, Does that mean that we are irresponsible? Yeah, there's the other end of the spectrum where you can go and you can eat a bunch of junk food and you can rack up a bunch of credit cards. Yes, there is that end of the spectrum. There, there is that addiction. But I also believe it is just as much of an addiction to go to the other end mm-hmm. and to give yourself nothing. True. Yeah. That cycle of that, you know, deprive and binge is something that I see a lot of people do, even on a daily basis. You know, mm-hmm. something like, I hear this constantly. Well, I didn't eat hardly anything today so I can have this big meal. I know. Oh, it gets me. I just cringe every time I hear it. (laughs) Again, back to living life, right? And enjoying what has been given to us. Well, and it's like earning. Like, Mm. because I've deprived myself now, I've earned the right to have this piece of what I want. Well, and then, like you said earlier, you go back to going crazy. You, You may... You end up binging and you end up doing more than more damage than you would have if you would have just had that one cookie. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think the areas that I see deprivation most, um, like I've just observed it impacting a lot of people as well as myself. But food, money, rest, mm-hmm. pleasure, mm-hmm. Um, sex, TV, mm-hmm. um, electronics in general. Um, these are all... Uh, categories where people offer a lot of judgment both towards themselves and to other people. Mm -hmm. Um, They pass judgment. If somebody else is doing those things, then, you know, there's something wrong with them. They're lazy. They're not. Well, and I find that if I give myself permission, I'm way easier on others too. So much more. So much easier because you've let go of that judgment and go, oh, well, this is kind of nice. I can see. I can see why this is... um, Pleasurable, so you let go of your own judgment towards others with it too. Yeah, and I think you know my perspective today is that true discipline is not denying yourself, 
True discipline is enjoying things and not allowing them to take control over you. Mm -hmm. You know, so yes, you can give your power up to food or TV or video games or a partner or you can give your power away to those things and then they, they can control your life. But I think true discipline is being, you know, allowing yourself to enjoy those things without them being your God, without them mm -hmm. being your, um, without them taking your power. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Yeah. So I can enjoy all of those things and I'm meant to enjoy those things. You know, we aren't robots. <laughs> Thankfully. We're not meant to be here and just survive life. Mm -hmm. We're meant to thrive and to enjoy the things that have been put on this planet mm -hmm. for us to enjoy. And we happen to live in, you know, almost 2020 now. And, you know, so many pleasures exist. Who are we to live in this time and to enjoy all of these different things? And why would we deprive ourselves of that? Yeah, why? Why? Why have we made it this far as a world and civilization without um, enjoying the things that we have been creative enough Creative to, to create. create. Yeah. yeah. Right? So many things. So many ways that we've all put our heads together and made magic happen. Oh, no. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> so awesome. Well, even going back to your thing of buying flowers, bringing beauty into your home or allowing those things that bring us joy, just mm -hmm. allowing that just creates space for more mm -hmm. and for really enjoying life and yeah. And then, again, going to the other one is we're, we're filling our cup, and then we're able to give more to others, and and then others are able to give more to others, and then it just, yeah. Yes. When I feel well-fueled in all of those areas of my life, then, yeah, I feel capable of giving back. I feel capable of sharing. I feel capable of glowing right I'm, mm -hmm. I'm lit up I'm a lighthouse when I'm in that space but if I am warring with myself mm -hmm. constantly trying to suppress any of these desires I'm I'm tired <laughs> nothing to give yes yeah I think a big indicator for me is if I examine my motives if I say mm -hmm. you know why am I not giving myself this thing and if my answer is fear you know, I'm afraid of something. Um, I'm or supposed something. to, or any of those words, the re discipline, responsibility, any of those words. Yeah. Well, of. even so supposed to still goes back to fear. Mm -hmm. Because if I'm breaking a supposed to, what's the fear? That other people are going to judge me. Mm -hmm. Right? That, that somebody's going to think that I'm lazy or I'm irresponsible or I'm whatever. Like it's, it's the supposed to's. Mm -hmm. Um, they lead back to a fear of people's opinions of me. Mm -hmm. um, so if something goes, you know, my, I'm motivated by fear, you know, to not spend, to not eat, to not uh, rest, to not um, have some sort of pleasure, yeah, then I get to identify that. And what's in the, in the driver's seat? Um, or is it inspiration? And what I mean by mm -hmm. inspiration is... You know, does this create fun? Does this create mm -hmm. the feeling of freedom? Does this feel light? Does it motivate does me to yeah create joy? Mm -hmm. um, do I feel passionate when I'm engaging in this? Um, 
does this bring me aliveness and energy? You know, that's what I mean by inspiration. Mm -hmm. When I'm thinking of a decision, you know, does this create inspiration? Does this create passion for me? And does this make me feel more alive? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, um, if you're in a place where deprivation has been a value Mm -hmm. and often this is conditioning, you know, this is conditioning that we've grown up with. You know, this isn't something to beat yourself over the head with yet again. One more thing, right? No, 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 no. No, this is, um, this is a belief that we get to identify and start to release. Um, it's okay to give yourself permission to have the things that you want. Um, it's, it's not selfish. It's honoring the way that you are made. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'd love to hear any of your own experiences with deprivation um, or being overly disciplined, overly responsible, all of the ways that we have mispackaged deprivation. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd love to hear um, how you have navigated that in your world. And if you have any challenges or questions, that would be awesome. Marie and I questions. both love to hear feedback about this podcast and how it's touching lives um, and, and how you're growing as well. We, we want to hear from you. So if you want to reach out to us, um, that's easy to do. My email is defytheaverage at gmail.com and you can reach Marie at mariesgold.com. Marie at mariesgold.com. I do that every week. <laughs> and of course, you can always reach out to us just by commenting on social media or wherever you are listening mm-hmm. to this podcast. And we will be with you every week. We have our podcast on Thursdays. And um, I hope that you have a phenomenal week until we, we talk again next week. Yes, looking forward to it. Have a great one, guys. Bye-bye. Yes, goodbye.